0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous. It's your friend Simon Marcel. I'm Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Looking good as every night for the show.
0: So are you. I appreciate that. Listen, we talk about love, dating, romance, relationships, Uh all the issues here on the show. So if you want to give us a call, 855-905-8255, we would love to talk to you. Simon, I have a question for you because I do see a call that's waiting that I cannot Uh wait to get to. Mm -hmm. Can cheating in a relationship save the relationship? Can it ever be beneficial? Before we even get to our call, what would you think, Simon,
1: Yes, if the forgiveness and the aftermath is honest, repentant, and from the heart. Some people have a stronger relationship after the house burned down than before. So You mean you build
0: a bigger house, a stronger house. Stronger house,
1: you're going back to build that house of love from zero. Because without trust, you have no way to build any house.
0: Can cheating be beneficial? It's so hard to even say those words because... The fire deep within me gets angry just thinking about it. The pain, the suffering. How can the the suffering be a good thing? Um, We're going to go to the phones and see what our callers have to say. See what the one waiting. I can't wait to pick up this phone next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We had this call waiting when we walked in, Simon, that I'm so excited to take right now. Mm -hmm. 855-905-8255. Let's pick up the line. This is Mo listening in Hatfield, Massachusetts on Mix 93.1. Hey, Mo.
1: Bonjour. Hi. Bonjour. How are you doing? Bonjour, Mo. Good. Bonjour,
0: Mo. So what's going on? Um, I see there's some cheating going on or was. What's what's the deal? I couldn't wait to you pick know, you up.
2: I mean, everybody gets the urge, I guess, at times or thinks about it. And obviously, like, it's not good, right? Period. But um, I know, like, in some cultures and France, like, that people have, like, mistresses. I, I have a friend of mine who was married for, like, seven years, eight years, maybe. Anyway, he had a little fling— little affair got it out of his system and now like his marriage is like stronger than ever and he's like not carrying on or anything it was like a little romance on the side that he got out of his system and he said it saved his like marriage and i'm wondering if cheating is ever good
0: hmm um he said it saved his marriage did the wife ever find out no how did it save his marriage then i'm curious like why why does he think it did
2: you know like sometimes you get restless and like you know, you have pent-up passion or something, and he had a brief affair, and then, it, he, you know, it ended, like, in an adult fashion, and he uh, went back to being more loving than ever to his wife, who he loved. He never had any intention of not loving her. It was just like, you know, like, life gets in the way sometimes of, like— Well, listen, passion. I, and you know,
0: I think a lot of times people, when they cheat, they still love their spouse, Here's my problem right now, though. You keep saying he had this little affair. It was just like little. It was quick. It was cute. It was brief. That's like saying, I just had a little murder. It was just like a little brief murder. It only took a second. And I I got it out of my system, and I killed that person. They're dead. And it's fine. And now I'm normal again. Um, Simon, do you think that... A marriage can be stronger. I I don't know if I believe that because she doesn't know. The wife doesn't know. I feel like the marriage would be stronger if they worked it out together and they decided as a couple, like, we went through this. We went through therapy. We uh, realized each other's weaknesses and we talked it out and we're a team and we're going to fix it together.
1: Uh, mo so um just, just one thing you mentioned the French culture and the French woman but uh, it's a totally different approach and and if you ever caught you go down you hang as we say so uh <laughs> it, it, it's a classic in France you can't be caught but uh what I like in, in this situation Angie is that he stopped he had whatever happened it was a mistake he stopped he never did it again she doesn't know she doesn't hurt they move on they might stay all their life together there, you know, it, there is many things like this, like in the bridges of Madison County, which illustrate exactly that. Somebody have ooh for a couple of days, never see them again, and then right. life goes on and they don't leave their husband, right? So it's not an excuse, but it's an explanation.
0: Do you feel like your friend has really, like, atoned for that within himself and is like, I'm never going to do it again. I I learned that this is not the way I want to live.
2: Yes. I I don't think that, I mean, he's, he's truly faithful now. Um, and like you said, like it was like, um, you know, it was like a brief moment of passion and he's a good husband again.
0: Okay.
1: That's very hard, I think, for most women to hear that because it's totally against every belief value women have, 100%. It's, it's, it
0: gets everything in our, in our fiber. And it's just hard to reconcile the, you know, their marriage is stronger now. It's like, well, she wasn't a part of that whole equation at all. So... It Maybe his feelings for her are stronger because he's like, oh, my gosh, I screwed up. I'm going to try hard. But she is not a part of that. So it's hard for me to say. I I do believe, Mo, that there have been situations. I know there are situations where people have screwed up and it's like, oh, my God, I have seen what I don't ever want to do again. I made a huge mistake. I believe we're all fallible. We make mistakes and we realize this is not what I want in my life. It's just sometimes hard for me if the other person is not involved to say now their marriage is super strong. But listen, I I appreciate your call. I want to talk more about this. So, um, you know, keep listening, Mo. Thank you so much. And Simon, we'll discuss more about, Mm -hmm. um, you know, being stronger or getting beyond after the cheating next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We just took a call from Mo Simon talking mm-hmm. about his friend who he says, hey, he cheated and now their relationship is so much stronger. I do right. believe that relationships can come out of a cheating episode and be stronger. It's kind of like if you break an arm and you get a cast and suddenly that bone is stronger because it's it's regrowed. There's more bone and everything is much stronger. But in this case, his friend never told the wife, that there was cheating, so
1: it's not the same. Absolutely. No one was good. It was just he went, had an affair, stopped. She never knew about it. They're it's, together still. And, right. there was no consequences the, or crisis. They didn't have to
0: work through anything together. I mean, no. he probably had to atone for things himself with his own um, guilt and things like that, but they never had to work through that together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's different because I do know that there are ways— and situations where couples that are married, couples that are together, find out about cheating and they decide, hey, we're going to work it out and see if this works. And then they do end up stronger. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so we did get um, a couple of tweets about this at Simon and Angie on Twitter. Um, you know, somebody mm-hmm. was talking about how you have to get beyond the finger pointing and the blaming if you decide, hey, there is cheating. We're going to work it out. Then you have to make that decision to not continually bring it up. Mm -hmm. And you can't constantly use it as a bat to beat somebody over the head with.
1: Or you have no chance of regrowing anything if you do that, right?
0: Right. If if we constantly have something in our back pocket to whip out whenever we want, like, oh, but you're a cheater. Every time there's an argument, like, that's never going to resolve anything.
1: But you need a lot of patience. going to take years to get over that kind of thing.
0: That's what I'm saying. But that's – that in a way – Some people will call it weak if you stay. Some people say that's resilience, that's love, that's commitment, that's ride or die. I want to talk more about surviving cheating next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about surviving cheating in your relationship. Some people Mm -hmm. say our relationship is stronger. Some people can't get through it. We got a Twitter uh, direct message that came in on our Simon and Angie Twitter that says, my marriage is stronger since my husband cheated on me. It's opened up conversations that we never had before about what was missing in our relationship and we're better off for it. I think that is the main key. If people are going through this situation and you decide we're going to try to work it out, you really have to talk about why this happened, what is missing, because there's something missing or there's something that you need that you're not getting. And those are ugly conversations and they're going to hurt and they're going to sting. And sometimes it might be about you and you don't want to hear about it. Simon, what do you think?
1: I, I agree. There's another thing that, you know, forgiveness in every religion, in every way of loving is the ultimate proof of love to forgive somebody who has hurt or broke your heart and to stay because the good is worth it. But I really believe if you can forgive, you can truly love. If you can't forgive someone, you don't love them 100%. I really believe that forgiveness, Angie, is the true expression of true love.
0: I I think a lot of people say they do forgive, but they don't forget. And the problem is when there's an indiscretion and you say, okay, I forgive you, a lot of times people will bring that up during a fight. Oh, trust me. If my husband cheated and I said, okay, we're going to stick it out. We're going to figure it out. Anytime we had an argument, I'd be like, blah, blah, blah. And you left the spaghetti out all night and you cheated too. Like to forgive without forgetting is a big problem.
1: No, absolutely it is. But you got to have space of forgiveness, right? F- from small arguments to cheating, it's one of the wonderful tools of a relationship. Forgiveness.
0: Forgiveness is very important. All right, we'll talk more on The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We started heavy on this show tonight, but it uh, came from someone who said, listen, my friend had a better marriage after he cheated. Mm. And we found out that the friend never really told the, the wife, so... How do you know it was better? Because she might have just walked out if she knew. Um, yeah. And then we got a Twitter message that said, my marriage is stronger since my husband cheated. It's opened up conversations that we never had before. And that's mm-hmm. what was missing, the communication. And I love that comment. Thank you to uh, our Twitter message yep. that came into Simon and Angie on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Simon, I want to talk a little bit more about how you get through cheating in your relationship if you both decide we're going to do this. Let's just figure it out. We're gonna like fight it out, punch it out, whatever we gotta do, scream it out. If you're the one who cheated, you can't lose sight of the reality that it's not fair to compare the mistress, let's say it's a man, the mistress Mm -hmm. to the wife. Mm -hmm. I, I understand the wife comes with maybe kids, the house, the taxes, you know, like figuring out like family stuff. There's a lot of stuff that goes along with being married. There's a lot of real-life heavy situations. It's so light and fluffy to meet the mistress at the Motel 6, and she's sexy all the time when you get there because she knows what's up, and she's got on the hot lingerie, and you don't have to see her. You don't. There's no conversation about life. It's wham-bam and light and fluffy, and then you go back home again. So I think people get it twisted. Like, I wish my wife and my life was like this. Well, that mistress with the cute lingerie will also turn into the same one that you have the heavy Mm -hmm. issues with, with the problems, with the work, Mm -hmm. with the job, with the taxes, with the kids. So I think people get that twisted and sort of romanticize an affair over their real life. Do you believe that?
1: Some way, in some way, no. I can't talk for women. Maybe you can uh, tell me your thought on this one. But for men, think, Angie, of your favorite movie or your favorite song over and over. And think that, you know, this is, this is your lover, this is your husband, so it is, or your boyfriend. And um, it's the same song, the same movie, the one you love the most, but it's every time the same, the same, the same, for years and years of the same movie or the same song. The temptation to go listen to something else, the temptation to say, I'm going to switch the channel to look at something else to get some excitement again, a novelty. That is, for men, one of our weakness. And that's why routine is the enemy of monogamy this monotony yeah exactly monotony is the enemy of monogamy because repeating everything every day kills erotic
0: i agree with you i i don't think that that the new is always the reason but i do agree with the monotony being a killer for a relationship any relationship Uh, imagine it's an ipod you have the same ipod every single day, but you have different songs you can play. You can shuffle. You don't have to listen. You said, imagine listening to the same song over and over and over again. Your relationship is the iPod and you can shuffle every single song. You don't have to listen to the same song every night. If there's a new, you know, sexy thing you want to try, if there's a new restaurant, if there's a new uh, vacation spot, whatever it is, you can shuffle. You have the option of doing that.
1: An exclusive relationship, you only have one song, one But no, 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 no. You, no. you have many,
0: many songs. You have one device to play mm-hmm. them on. That's your relationship. You can shuffle every song. You don't have to leave that device
1: to listen to different music. I, I don't agree. I think you can play the song, uh, you know, uh, a cappella, acoustic, with bath, this, that. The person you're in front of is you have one person in front of you. But that person 10, is capable like, of
0: so much if you allow them that Until you know what they're capable of, if you look at them and think, this is just the same person, but that same person might be a freak in the bedroom, and you don't know it because you never tried to shuffle the iPod. That same person might want to go to a different restaurant, did you ask? They might want to do all the things that the mistress is doing. I just feel like... You should give that iPod, that person, the first right of refusal to shuffle, to go backwards, to hit repeat, whatever it is you need to do. I don't <laughs> feel like you have to listen to the same song all the time.
1: I, I totally understand. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that the attraction for novelty and new songs and new movies is huge. It doesn't explain the whole thing. It does, it's not a way to cover it. But that's how men's minds sometimes, I think, think. Maybe women do sometimes. Maybe no, I think they have answer. lovers no, too. No, we don't think
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. All right. More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. We're going to make it lighter. Yes. Welcome back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The topic tonight so far has been cheating and surviving cheating in your relationship. How do you get through it, Simon? You have a special guest that just came through.
1: Well, we have one of our wonderful engineer, Mike, here with us. Bonjour, Mike. Hello, Bonjour. Mike. I th- Hello. I thought Mike should join the show, Angie, because he has a story exactly relating to what we're talking about. Can even cheating make you wedding stronger or your marriage stronger, Mike? You want to? I
3: think it can. Um, I never physically cheated on my wife, but one thing that it did do is it did force me and my wife to actually sit down and talk about certain things. We talked about what was lacking in our marriage, and it actually made us a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. So
0: you said you didn't cheat. You you no. were
3: tempted to cheat. Very tempted and so how tempted. who was it how was the scenario what happened so it was with a co-worker a couple of years back in fact i'm now in year seven of my marriage so technically i had my seven year itch a couple of years ago <laughs> um it was a co-worker the two of us were both in marriages that we're kind of both in the same boat we were both a little bored with our marriages we ended up talking a lot about our marriages mm. and we both i mean for both of us it was an escape we i needed somebody i could talk to Mm-hmm. She needed somebody who was physically there for her because uh, in her marriage, she didn't have anybody there with her most of so the time. He was always traveling.
0: Did you mm-hmm. feel like when you were having this conversation with the coworker that, oh, you know what? It, like, this is probably not a good conversation to have. Or were you like, hey, I I need this right now. This is feeling good to me.
3: But a little bit of, at first it was, yes, I need this. This feels real good to us. In fact, we both felt that way. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's hear more about the temptation. What made you stop? And where you are now in your marriage and the relationship with the girl at work. I'm dying to know what happened with the girl at work when we come back yeah, me too. Uh, the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The topic right now is surviving cheating or surviving the temptation to cheat. We have our co-worker Mike on the line. Hi, Mike. And thank Hi. you so much. Hi. Thank you for being honest. Simon tracked you down in the hallway.
3: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was listening to your conversation, and yes, I thought, well, that does apply to me. Um, I had the urge to cheat once. In fact, I'll, I'll tell you how it started. I had a coworker here who worked in the building. Uh, she no longer works, but it has nothing to do with that. Uh, she emotional affair. Yeah, emotional, emotional affair, basically. Okay. Um, it got to the point where we just kept. It was. It was the, the harmless flirting by. When you walk by the cubicle, you say hi, and the next thing you know, you start having deep conversations. Mm-hmm. You go out to lunch a few times, and you realize, hey, this Ooh. person, we could really mm-hmm. have something here.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and then, so, what um, what stopped you from going physical?
3: I think what stopped me was um, two things. There was two things in my mind at the time. One, it would devastate my wife because she's the kind of person who would never forgive me, even if I sold her the moon. I, it probably wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. And um, her partner, the uh, person I was uh, with had a husband who placed in the NBA. So I'm um, like, yeah, this guy can probably come clean my clock. So it's So you had the, fear, the of fear of physical
0: death. Well, not the fear of physical death, but yes, physical retaliation from the NBA yes. guy and also your wife. But tell me I was more what afraid you of think. Her. Yeah, what was missing that you were even thinking about going mm. outside your marriage or even having the emotional affair? What was missing?
3: Lack of intimacy and then just, you know, the, the burden of having children where you see your partner for maybe 30 or 40 seconds out of the day as far as having any kind of real talk time with them.
0: We're getting like it's a case study right now. We oh. actually have a, a science project. Somebody that's actually been through this. I love it. Yes. yes. <laughs> We're going to dig deeper into Mike. Why did you not go there? Um, how is the relationship now? And what conversations have you had since on The Rendezvous Next with Simon and Angie? It's The Rendezvous. Welcome back. We haven't taken many calls because we have our in-studio co-workers here talking about cheating uh, or the potential to cheat or I almost cheated. In Mike's case, hi, Mike, one of our engineers. Thank you so much for being honest and sharing your story. Glad Um, to. So just to recap, Mike was telling us I almost cheated physically. I had a bit of an emotional affair with someone at work. Yes. And that ended... Did your wife ever know about this emotional affair?
3: Yes, because okay. I am a horrible person when it comes to hiding things. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So she kind of got the sense that something was up, so she kind of pinned me down one day and said, Hey, what's going on? You're not around half the time. I mean, you're very emotionally distant, and you haven't been this way because normally you're very outgoing, very open-minded with me. And I, I told her, I said, Look, okay, I've been talking to someone at work, and um, and she kind of pinned me. I said, Well, what happened? She said, mm-hmm. Well, look— We've been talking. That's all that it is. I just okay. kind of need somebody to talk to.
0: You know, sometimes that's harder for women to take. Like, <laughs> sometimes, it really like, was. Why are you confiding in her instead yeah. of confiding in me? And that's my question for, especially for the women listening right now to you. Yes. Um, I think you're like an ally in our back pocket, giving us the inside scoop as to why you went outside to speak about things
3: instead of speaking to your wife. So when you're a married man, you have, you know, kids screaming and running around you, you don't have time for your wife anymore. Neither one of you does. You don't have time for each other. And every guy I know has been down this boat. It's like, you know, well, we try to have a date night. We try to do this. We try to do that. But then you find out that you go out for two or three hours to go eat dinner. That's Uh basically what you do. You're not really doing anything. You're going out Mm -hmm. to escape home for two hours. And even in that two-hour time period, you can't really get everything out that you want to say because you're just trying to get reacquainted with to the person that you fell in love with. You're like, why did I fall in love with this person? Oh, that's why. So I told her, I said, we just don't talk and this is somebody who has made themselves available for me to talk to so I can actually get stuff off my mind and unfortunately some of it was the marriage, but Um, For both of us, it was the same thing. We would use each other as an emotional outlet for each Mm -hmm. other's partner.
0: You were venting to each other about the things that were going on. Because when you – listen, communication is – At the root of all these problems, Simon, don't you think, in couples, it's always about the communication. When you try to communicate with your partner, that comes with a million other issues. It's not just black and white, like, this is what's going on with me. Oh, you poor thing. I'm so sorry. Um, Then it comes with a million. Well, this is what you do, and this is what you do, and then it turns into everything.
1: True, Angie, but um, we talk a lot together. We talk with all the coworkers. It doesn't mean we're going to have an affair with each other. So I wanted to ask Mike, so... What was the switch from thinking I'm talking to maybe I'm going to spend a little intimate moment and break my vows? I think part of it, too, was when you open up to somebody
3: and you share a lot of what your innermost mm-hmm. thinking is, you start to develop a little bit of a of a bond. Right. And mm-hmm. then from from a bond, it's like starting a new friendship as the friendship goes You start to nurture that bond, and you start to, and before you realize, like you know what, it's not a friendship anymore. I genuinely Mm -hmm. care about this person's well being, and I care about this person's well being just as much as I used to care about my wife's well being. And then you You realize, "Uh oh, you're in trouble.
1: I want to ask Mike one more question, a difficult one. Go ahead. Before you even spoke to that woman, were you attracted to her when you just saw her working here? Before you even knew who she was?
3: No, not at
1: all. No, just
0: I
3: just saw her as another coworker.
1: Okay.
0: That lays the case for we need to listen, 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 listen to our partners. Let them have their say. Let them air it out. Even if it hurts what they're saying, you've got to listen so that you can maybe fix it. Right well, on, Angie. Let's communicate more, everybody. Thank you so much, Mike, for being honest and sharing that. I know that's not easy.
1: Yes. No. Thanks for sharing that story. But it's a and good just, and happy handing. I mean, it, nothing happened. Let's remember that.
0: You guys are okay now. Yes to yes. wrap it up in a pretty bow. Everything is okay. We all go okay. through stuff, but communication is key. Thank you so much, Mike, and more of the Pleasure. Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. I want to let everybody know, Simon, you mm-hmm. know, if you don't uh, get a chance to be on the air with us 855-905-8255 mm-hmm. with your relationship, romance questions for Simon Marcel and myself there's and so many yeah uh, there's so many other ways that you can on social media as well reach out to us um Simon and Angie on Twitter Instagram Facebook we have some topics that we'd love to get your opinion on mm-hmm. um so please hit us up if you are feeling that you're done with dating you're sick of going on dates you don't want you haven't met the one you're just giving up we want to talk to you i feel like so many people that i know um, that are single. in the new year, their resolution was to just give up on dating. And mm-hmm. that, to me, is sad.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> of course it is in that sense
0: well, I mean, so many if 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 so many things go wrong for so long, I can understand the frustration. So we want to talk to you. Are you done with dating? Let us know, Simon and Angie, Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, also simonandangie.com. Mm-hmm. Um but when we come back, I want to pick up the phone line. Simon, let's get someone with another question at 855-905-8255. The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie back next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening to the Love, Romance and Relationship show with us and yes. Simon. We, we we need we need to have some people. Let's get to the phones. I want to pick up Conway, Arkansas, listening on B98. Here's Mina. Hi, Mina. Bonjour, Mina. Hi,
1: guys. How are you? Bonjour. Good. Good. Good.
0: What can we help you with?
4: So I've been in a relationship for about four months, and it ended up being a long-distance relationship because I had to move for work. So Mm -hmm. I moved from Colorado to Arkansas. And we're still in this, like, new, wonderful phase of our relationship but I'm doing most of the traveling back and forth since mm-hmm. I'm the one that moved out of the area. And mm-hmm. I guess my question is, like, I don't really know how to approach the guy I'm dating because, like, I-, I pay for all my travel. And I'm really wondering, like, how can I approach it where I can be like, can we split this? Like, maybe ask him to, like, pay once in a while. It's just really becoming, like, a financial burden to go back and forth constantly. Mm
0: um simon what do you say
1: i have a question mina you know how to say it so my question to you is why you're afraid of asking him
4: i don't it's still so new like we've only been together for four months so it's not like we've been dating for you know a year or more and it's like our relationship is super solid i still feel like we're still getting to know each other and i don't want to put him off
0: yeah. And I've been in this situation, Mina, where I my husband and I, when we first started dating, we're long distance as well. Yeah, the yeah. plane tickets get real expensive. I understand yeah. that um, we'll talk more about long distance relationships and pulling weights in that, because that's uh-huh. another whole issue on a relationship next with Simon and Angie. Thanks for checking out the rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We love that you're with us. We are on the line with our caller, Mina, who called in tonight from Arkansas, listening on B98. Hi, Mina. Thanks for being with us. Um, Hi, thanks, guys. Yes. So, Mina, you were telling us before that you're in a long-distance relationship, and you're doing a lot of the traveling, flying specifically it's we been a met few
4: in one state where we lived and then right. i ended up having to move so i feel like it's my duty to do some of the traveling but you
0: both here's the thing and simon said simon you were saying why isn't it 50 50 at this point
1: yeah why is mina afraid of asking him exactly like she she asked us hey guys it should be 50 50 why am i paying everything yeah and you Mina said you know it's too fresh but then I ask you Mina this this thing is that or you afraid he's going to say you know I don't want to do it and he's not so it's not in as much as you are right so the fear of not asking somebody for a question is we fear the answer or you have 100% all reasons to say we should be 50-50 any relationship long distance that is not 50-50 it's hard to comprehend unless you're afraid he's going to say, "I'm, you know, I can't do it or I don't want to do it."
0: Right. Well, you, is she, Mina, you're you're saying that you feel responsibility because you're the one that moved. However, right. um, he also agreed to have a long distance relationship. Just because you're the one yeah. that moved doesn't mean that you're responsible for picking up every flight. I mean, he can come see you more often. Absolutely.
4: I think yeah. I just have to buck up and say, like, okay, I have to just broach the subject with him. And like I said, it's still so new and so fresh and it's so fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's still that new beginning of a relationship and I don't want to ruin that. Like, I don't want to ruin that with something heavy.
1: I get it, but it's your own expenses, right? It's not his. So, he's the big winner of the situation. It's, the equilibrium of the relationship of love is broken right now. It's all at your expenses. I mean, mm-hmm. you coming right. to see him, it's ooh la it's romance, it's la, la vie est belle, as we say back in France. But sure, it's, it's at vacation your own every other expenses weekend. Or, and breaking yeah. your bank. I mean, Mina, so we, we as your friends, we going to remind you that there's a balance which is 50 50, or right. you will end up broke and he will end up, you know, with no debt, I would say, or no really stake into it.
0: Yeah, and, it, and though you're saying that it's new and you want to keep it light and fluffy and not like bog it down with that conversation what's going to happen is you are just going to be resentful at, oh, at yeah. the end of the day this newness and this light fluffiness will turn into well i'm broke and i can't do this anymore so what are
1: we doing and then he'll say but why didn't you tell me you should have told me uh, on, on his own now i gotta get, tell you any gentleman would on his own start asking the question for your next trip hey Uh, Let me chip in on this one. I mean, that's kind of strange. Or he can come see her. Or he can come see her, absolutely. But one way, I'm surprised he doesn't realize that it's time for him to step it up and either go see you or pay a few tickets to see him. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that conversation must happen soon. Or this unspoken, this secret that you have will, like Angie said, will make you resent him soon. It
0: will become resentment
1: for
2: sure. Yeah, of course.
4: You. I mean, you're 100% right. And I just need to kind of, you know... I think I'm more worried about like you said, I'm worried about the the fun beginning part ending and it's already and there. Like serious it, talk. It, I know and I'm be honest exactly with yourself.
0: Yeah, Mina, it's yeah. already there it, because there's a reason you called us. Like there's there's a there's a seed mm-hmm. of resentment that has already been planted because you're seeing the future of this relationship and what you're seeing is your bank account dwindle and you becoming resentful and him just like kicking back going, Hey man, she'll come out here and see me when I whenever we need to see each other exactly. i don't have to do anything it's all good exactly. he's, he's got yeah. a free ride so that's it you're right yeah yeah like make sure that it's 50 50 or i would say get out it's new simon you know like it's a lot of pressure in Let's the beginning have the if talk. Yeah, yeah have the talk have the talk
4: have the talk soon. thank you so much guys i will i will <laughs> right on have to rip the band off
0: rip it off girl rip it off before the band-aid starts to bleed outside the band-aid all right thank you so much for calling the rendezvous guys all right more with simon and angie next Thanks so much for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. All the love, dating, and romance and relationship questions. Hopefully some answers for our Mm -hmm. listeners tonight. Thank you for being with us.
1: Thank you Um, very much. Yes.
0: Yes. If you missed any of the show, please check out SimonAndAngie.com. You can hear our podcast there. We talked about if cheating in a relationship can be beneficial. I know that sounds crazy. Um, that was Mo's call. Like sometimes people say, Hey, we overcame this. Now we're stronger than ever. Um also that led to our engineer Mike um talking to you. Simon saying, Hey, I need to jump on the air and talk about my situation. A close call.
1: We had a great start, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a emotional great story cheating. For Mike. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, and then Mina's call about asking her long distance boyfriend to help pay for the long distance. She's buying all the plane tickets. She's going everywhere. He's just kind of kicking back and enjoying the process. And Simon, that's where your Simon Says came in, which I really think can cover all of our uh, topics on tonight's show.
1: Thanks Angie. I said unspoken needs lead to resentment. Meaning, if you have something on your mind, you're not saying it unspoken, you're not expressing it, you're not communicating, but it's burning you little by little until it burns down the whole relationship. And it could apply to anything in life. You've got to speak up. you got to dare. Even if the answer is ugly, you've got to take a chance to ask your question or mm-hmm. nothing can progress in the right direction.
0: Yeah. If you don't speak up, you're, you know, the person doesn't know how you feel and they're going to keep up the same behaviors mm-hmm. and you're going to keep getting angry. And there there's a the resentment. I love that, Simon. So thanks, Angie. Thank you for that, Simon Says, and thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. You can check us out anytime, Simon and Angie. Search that on the iHeartRadio app, also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Simon and Angie, and we will chat with you next time on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon.
2: The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie
0: Taylor.